1: Blind, but now I see
0: this is a day of prayer and fasting. I'm glad you've joined today. We serve a God who is awesome, a God who is Almighty. I want to share with you Psalm 139. You're listening to Pilgrim's Progress. I'm Ray Greenley from the National Prayer Chapel. Or I should say, I'm Ray Greenley coming to you from Jesus, for that's where I've been all morning in his presence. I'm going to say some things that may be difficult for some of you to hear. And then we're we're going to move directly into prayer. And I'm going to give you the phone number. It's 877-534-0780. Last Friday when we had a day of prayer, some called and were not able to get through because they called too late. Don't be a part of the rush at the end of the broadcast. Call early. Jamal is our producer today, a brother in Jesus. So call right now, 877-534-0780, and soon I will come to your call. Psalm 139, Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know when I sit down and when I stand up. You understand my thoughts from far away. You observe my travels and my rest. You're aware of all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you know all about it, Lord. You have encircled me. You have placed your hand on me. This extraordinary knowledge is beyond me. It is lofty, unable to reach it. Where can I go to escape your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to heaven, you're there. If I make my bed in hell, you're there. If I live at the eastern horizon or, or settle at the western limit, even there your hand will lead me. Your right hand will hold on to me. If I say surely the darkness will hide me and the light around me will be night, even in the darkness, it is not dark to you. The night shines like the day. Darkness and light are alike to you. For it was you who created my inward parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I will praise you. "'because I have been remarkably and wonderfully made. "'Your works are wonderful, and I know this very well. "'My bones were not hidden from you when I was made in secret, "'when I was formed in the depths of the earth. "'You saw me when I was formless. "'All my days were written in your book "'and planned before a single one of them began.' God, how difficult your thoughts are for me to comprehend how vast their sum is. If I counted them, they would outnumber the grains of sand. When I wake up, I'm still with you. God, if only you would kill the wicked. You bloodthirsty men, stay away from me who invoke you deceitfully. Your enemies swear by you falsely. Lord, don't I hate those who hate you and detest those who rebel against you. I hate them with extreme hatred. I consider them my enemies. Search me, God. Know my heart. Test me. Know my concerns. See if there is any offensive way in me Lead me in the everlasting way. Psalm 139. We come to a day of fasting and prayer. You can call 877-534-0780. And Jamal, you can text me that someone is on the line or you can just interrupt whatever's happening and tell me, Pastor, someone's on line 1. Okay. Thank you. I want to say a couple of things that that are very much on my heart. We are in the place in America of weakness in the spirit. Weakness in witness. Laodicea, lukewarm. The church has lost its power. The church is filled with entertainment and foolishness. Pastors stand in front of their congregations and crack jokes. Finally, God said, I'm closing everything. I'm just closing it down. And he has closed this nation down. We are in what I used to I used to tell my children, you're in time out. Go to the room, go to your bedroom and think about what you've done and we'll talk later. And then later I would go to the bedroom and we would talk about what they had done. If they were not prepared to repent, I would leave them there longer, sometimes even missing a meal until finally they were ready to submit to their father, and get their life straight again. Well, we're in trouble in America. We're on time out. We're on lockdown, and it's not going to end quickly. It's going to take a great deal of time. It's like a knife was put into the heart of our economy. Now, it doesn't matter who put that knife in our chest if somebody else did it, or if I did it to myself, the result is the same. There's death. There's shutdown. Now, why is this? I want to propose an answer. Yes, it's the devil, but no, it's not the devil. We have been so educated in America. We have preachers on every street corner. We have books. We have television. We have internet. We have YouTubes. Everybody is searching for an understanding of what they want and where they're going and what their purpose is. But I want to suggest something that will sound very strange to you. We have believed our fathers, our mothers. We have believed grandma and grandpa. We have been educated according to the seminaries and colleges and high schools. And they have taught us what the scriptures mean. We've listened to preachers and said surely they know the truth. But the truth that they have taught us has not set us free. It has left us lukewarm in bondage. I've gone back and looked carefully at the Welsh revival, at Jonathan Edwards and the Great Awakening. I've looked at the Argentine revival and what the men believed who started that I've come to a very clear conclusion and John Wesley was the one who helped me understand this he said if the teaching is not according to scripture it will block your way with Jesus well much of what we've been taught is not true We have been taught to have a mixture of truth and error. And I, recognizing that things were not right in my life, many years ago began to search the scriptures and say, look, what do the scriptures teach? I was raised in a church that taught that you must keep the Sabbath from sundown Friday night until sundown Saturday night. But when I searched the Scriptures, I found in the New Testament that that was not true, that that's not what the Scriptures taught. I was troubled because nowhere in the New Testament did it teach me how to keep the Sabbath day holy. And so that meant I would have to go back and do it the way the Old Testament taught to keep the Sabbath day holy. That meant I couldn't light a fire in my house on the Sabbath. That meant cold food. It meant I was not to go out and spend money to go to a restaurant. It meant many different things that I was not allowed to do to keep the Sabbath. So I asked men in the know, seminary professor for me. I said to him, How do you keep the Sabbath? And he began to explain to me how he kept the Sabbath. And I said, Do you cook food on the Sabbath? Oh, yes. Do you occasionally go to a restaurant? Oh, yes. We can't be legalistic, Ray. Well, wait a minute. Where does it say in the New Testament that you can do that? Well, he said, Under the new covenant, the rules are different. I said, okay, show me the rules. I want to know what the rules are. And he couldn't do it. Instead, he had to refer back to the Old Testament. And I said, doctor, you're referring me back to the rules of the Old Testament, but by your own confession, you don't keep those rules. So are you a Sabbath breaker? He threw up his hands. He said, Ray, I can't help you. You'll have to pray about that and search the scriptures. Well, I did. And what I found was that Sabbath is is Jesus. And I enter into his rest seven days a week. Hebrews, the third and fourth chapters. I discovered that every day was Sabbath and that I don't break the Sabbath seven days a week. I don't I don't walk in my own path in my own way. Now, I'm not going to teach on that. We're going to pray. But I'll take you to another place that is equally destructive. You go to the seventh chapter of the book of Romans. And the church has widely taught that chapter 7 in the book of Romans is the description of the normal Christian life, not doing what you want to do, always struggling, never able to be righteous before God. Well, I read chapter 6, chapter 7, and chapter 8 all in one sitting. And suddenly the Lord began to unfold this for me to understand that if I spent my life fighting against sin, falling, sinning, getting up, going at it again, trying hard, fighting, 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 I missed the gospel of Jesus. Because chapter 7 describes the apostle Paul as he described himself before he met Jesus as a Jewish man trying to keep the law. Salvation doesn't come through the law, salvation comes through Jesus. And in 8 of the book of Romans, you find there a description of the normal life of the Christian. Our fight is not against flesh and blood. Wait a minute, what's it say? Our fight is not against flesh and blood, including my own flesh and my own blood. No, the fight that I'm called to is against the powers of darkness to bring forth the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ, that I am given the gift of salvation by faith. I am given the gift of righteousness by faith in Jesus Christ, not imputed, imparted, real righteousness. I am given by the precious blood of Jesus Christ. But see, this misunderstanding keeps many Christians in total bondage. They spend their whole life fighting against flesh and blood, their own flesh and blood. No, we're called to be crucified with Christ. We're called to lay down the flesh. We're called to turn to Jesus and have the victory in Jesus. Chapter 8, therefore, there is now no condemnation to the ones in Christ Jesus, not walking according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. I'm called to walk according to the Spirit. The reason there's no victory in the Christian church today is we love our sin. And we love our rituals. But don't push it too far. Don't tell me that I have to leave all sin. Impossible. I'm always going to be a sinner, they say. No, I'm not. Jesus didn't die to have Satan come and rape me every day. Jesus died for me to have the victory over sin, and my fight is now for the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, what's this have to do with you today? Many of you are not going to be free to call and pray on the air because you don't have the victory and you're downcast in your spirit and you're just doing the best you can do to get by. You don't have faith to believe that Jesus is going to pay your rent or that Jesus is going to give you the mortgage. Or that Jesus is going to rescue you in the midst of this trauma of the COVID-19? You're terrified of it? You think you're going to get sick and die? What? Are you afraid of death? Death has lost its sting. Am I afraid I'm going to get sick and die? No. Could I get sick and die? Oh, yes. But I don't fear death. It's simply a transition from this body that's all broken up and worn out to a new body in the kingdom of my Lord. So I walk rejoicing in Jesus, in the freedom of the cross, in the cleansing by his blood, in the transformation and the victory over all sin. I want you to walk the same way. But because you don't, it's hard for you to call and pray. It's like the devil has a hand over your mouth. He's clamped you shut. Because you don't believe you have the victory. Now I know that prayer changes things. But it's not prayer that changes them. It's God. It's our Lord Jesus. And so today I'm going to come in the name of the Lord Jesus to our Father who art in heaven. And I'm going to pray that Jesus, in his great mercy, will hear us. And my brother, my sister, if you need to call and repent for sin and get clean, then do that. If you really want Jesus and you don't have him, call and confess that and we'll pray together. We'll lift up our hearts together to Jesus So let's pray. Almighty God of heaven, my Father, my Father who art in heaven, I come to you today in the name of Jesus, my Lord and my Savior, and I call upon his name in your presence. I know, Father, Jesus said, You love us, and I know Jesus loves us. And I know he died on Calvary to bring us the victory. So, Lord, we come to pray. We come to proclaim we have the victory in the name of Jesus, and we come to intercede for our nation, for our president, for our Congress, for our Supreme Court. Praise your holy name today. We have a caller on the line, Jamal. Hello, welcome.
2: Yes, hello. Please, pa-
0: please pray.
2: All right, thank you. I want to say, Isaiah twenty-six twelve. Father, you established peace for us. And all that we have accomplished, it is you that has done this for us. Without yes. you we can do nothing. I stand on John 15:5 and say that without you we can do nothing. And Father, yes. I thank you for bringing me out from my sin. I stand on Proverbs 16:6b which says by the fear of the Lord men depart from evil. Father, my heart is broken for the people that they're blind and they're talking about that they need to get back to work and blaming china father please take the scales off the people's eyes and off my eyes what you want me to see that we not blame people but that we see our sin and be repulsed by it father please help us to fear you to revere you to honor you to see what you have done for us and to be grateful please help us father I thank you. I worship you, and I praise you, and I lift your name up on high, Yahweh, Yeshua, Jesus. Thank you so very much. In your name I pray. Amen. God bless you, Pastor. You are beautiful. I love your words. They're clean and pure and beautiful. And from God, thank you.
0: Thank you, Sister.
2: Oh, bye-bye.
0: Lord, I, I join this dear sister who has a heart for you who's been washed in your blood, who proclaims her love for you. Lord, I agree with her that we would turn away from blame and recrimination. I pray for the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, to come and indwell your people and put your prayers on our hearts. Almighty God, You have given us the victory over sin and over the devil and over death. You've given us the victory over the wicked. And we, by faith, walk in righteousness before you. Lord, there's power in your word. There's power in your word. Lord, the Apostle Paul introducing in Romans said, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus because it is the power, the dunamis, the dynamite for our salvation. Lord, I pray today for the salvation of America. I plead, Lord, that you would spread the word that we are saved by faith that we are victorious by faith, that we walk clean in your blood, washed and made whole, and that our eyes would not be on our own, our own stuff, Jesus. Our eyes would be on you and on your victory and on what you want to give us. Lord, we open our hearts today to your glorious message of love, Come, Lord, hear our cries. Thank you, Jesus. Our phone number is 877-534-0780. Will you call and pray? I see there are several of you watching this video right now. Would you be bold? Would you call that number? And would you pray with me for our nation? This is your time. I'm not going to preach. I've said all I have to say. Please, gain the victory. Get the mouth clear of the hand of the devil. Don't let him stifle you. Don't let him hold his hand over your mouth. But open your mouth and praise the name of Jesus and worship him. Glory to the name of Jesus. Glory to the name of Jesus. 877 534 0780 I'm waiting for you. Would you call right now? And would you pray? Would you cry aloud to Jesus as this dear sister just did? Almighty God, I come brokenhearted before you for our nation. It's filled with recrimination and fear There's disease. It stalks the land. But, Lord, that COVID-19 was only the pin that pricked the debt bubble. And now, Lord, we're going to see countless businesses go out of business. We're going to see major stores closed permanently Malls are going to be empty. Lord, I know this is not going to end quickly. I know it's not going to end until America comes to its senses and begins to repent for its sin. Lord, this nation can be leveled by your hand. You are the Almighty. We do not have a right to the American lifestyle while we walk in our rebellion and sin against you, and you have now put a stop to the game. And Lord, there will be much suffering and there will be much loss. And it's not going away quickly. But I'm praying that in the midst of this pandemic and in the midst of this debt bubble being popped, I'm asking, oh God, will you bring conviction of sin to America? Would you cause us to repent? Lord, I know many are just filling their lives with eight or ten hours of television or YouTubes. Lord, would you cause America to come and search after you? For the television cannot deliver this nation. YouTubes cannot deliver this nation jesus only you can deliver us would you turn our eyes to you jesus thank you lord we have another caller I welcome would you please pray
1: please could
0: you turn your radio down yes thank you okay you're on okay
3: Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Lord, we just thank you for this morning. Pastor, we thank you for this opportunity to come together to pray. For so yes. Father said, if my people who are called by my name would humble themselves, pray, seek my face, and turn from the wicked yes. way, then will I hear from heaven and heal the land. Lord knows we know our land need healing today, God. And we thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to come boldly before you and pray for our nation today, to what we're going through. Lord God, we pray for those in authority over us oh lord god presidents and city councils and the government all down through that lord we also pray for the leaders of our congregation our churches oh god oh lord we pray for pastors that soften up their hearts oh god and yes. that we america will get back to your word father to your to your uh, orders oh god Your commands that you have given us, O God, we thank you for this time to come together, O Father, Lord. You can, you only you can heal this land. Lord knows we know what. We pray for those that. That are uh, homebound today, I mean really homebound, seniors that are uh, by themselves, and, oh, God, those that don't have uh, even a house, and those that are out on the street, God, Lord God, those that are in need today, we thank you, Lord, that we can be that caddis that we would pray and do what we can to reach out to someone today, God. Lord, we thank you, Lord God, for this time, oh, that your word is still going. And forth from ministers and God led leaders that are speaking the truth and the word, God, that we would come back and get on our face before call us to do in this time, in this time, because we have strayed away from your calling, from your commandments, Father. And we just thank you. We praise you. We honor you today. Lord, it's going to take us a time to get back, but God is all in your hand. Oh, God, we have the blood over our doorposts. Oh, God, we thank you, Lord. It, Lord, God, we just thank and praise you today, Father. And we pray for those who don't know you today, God, that this yes. time that we would be uh, witnesses to them, God, because you asked us to come unto me and then go into all the world, Father. Lord, God, we thank you that we have an opportunity, and it's more prevalent now. We have a great opportunity to speak to someone today about to yes. lead someone to you. We can't save anybody but we can give them the message, O oh God, of salvation in Jesus Christ. Lord, we thank you and we praise you for this ministry this morning. Thank you for leading me to turn on my radio at this time, God, and get this message from way back there. We thank you. We praise yes. you. And it's in Jesus' name that we lift up our prayers today, God, yes. knowing that you hear us, oh God. And if we know that you hear us, we know that we will have our petition, oh God. So we can come together, even on the airways, Father. Even though the churches are shut down, we still have a means, and we still have your word, that book. And we thank you, Lord. We yes. praise you in Jesus' yes. name. Amen. God Amen. bless you, Pastor for having this opportunity.
0: Thank you, dear sister. Thank you. Bless you. Thank you. Bye-bye. If you'll call 877 you can pray for America. Throw the devil's hand off your mouth and call and intercede for our nation. We have the victory in Jesus. We have nothing to fear. Because we have the victory in Jesus. The devil doesn't rule over his people. Claim your victory in Jesus. Call right now, 877 534 0780. Oh Lord, I come in the name of Jesus. My father, I come in the name of Jesus, asking that your name be honored in America as holy. Lord, your name has been scorned in this nation for too many years, taking prayer out of the schools. Lord, they have prayers in the schools in Russia, but not in America. That seems upside down, Jesus. I pray, Lord, you'll awaken us. To the crisis we're in. That we would seek your face. I'm asking your kingdom to come in America. I'm asking for your will to be done in America. Even as your will is done in heaven. I'm asking for a great turning to righteousness. Lord, I'm asking for the word to go forth in purity. From the hearts of men and women. Who have heard your cry who have responded and who now walk in righteousness before you. O oh, Lord, our president, would you call him to yourself? Would you cause him to spend much time in private on his knees before you, humbling his heart and hearing your directions for this nation? Lord, don't let him be arrogant or proud. Lord, humble his heart before you and anoint him with the Holy Spirit. Fill him with your righteousness, with great conviction of sin. Lord, I pray for our vice president. Lord, I've heard Strange things that he's a one-world government man. I can't believe that. I know he's one-world government under Jesus, and I am for that. But I see love in his face, and I see humility in his face. Lord, I don't know Vice President Pence, but I pray for your spirit to direct his words and his actions. I pray for you to uncover every lie, and every darkness, that he would see the truth in every respect and know how to deal with what's happening in this nation. And Lord, I deal in my prayer with the Congress. I deal with the Supreme Court. I deal with the governors and the leaders of our counties and our cities, our mayors. Lord, I lift the mayor of Washington, D.C. before you. Lord, I ask that you would uncover your truth for each of these leaders and that you would call them to walk in paths of righteousness, not destroying our Bill of Rights and our Constitution, but, Lord, obeying your word to them. Oh, Lord, I pray for your mercy for America. And I know your mercy is righteousness, repentance, seeing our sin and turning away from it and rejoicing in who you are, Jesus. Lord, I know that you are the Lord God of heaven and earth. I know that your kingdom has come to this earth in Jesus. And I'm asking now that your will would be done I know that no virus can stand against you. I know that no economic problems can stand against you, Lord. I know these things have come because of our sin. And you said, okay, if that's how you want to act. i am now come to an end with you, even as you did to Sodom and Gomorrah. Even as you did to Rome. Even as you did to many other Cities like Babylon, and you finally say, I'm putting you in time out. Now, if you'll listen and you'll repent, I'll save you and I'll save your nation. Lord, I'm asking, would you save our nation? Would you save America? Would you restore us in your grace and your mercy? to righteous principles of economics. Would you restore this nation? And Lord, would you block every attempt to bring us into a global one world government where the Antichrist can arise? Lord, I'm asking for more time. I know it will happen at some point, but I'm asking for more time for America to repent and turn to you. I'm asking for your mercy and your grace for America. Lord, thank you. I pray in your holy name. Amen. Our phone is 877-534-0780. We have a caller on the line who would like to pray. Welcome, are you there? Hello, are you there? Do we have a caller, Jamal? Jamal? Okay, are you there? Yes, please pray. Hello? You're live, on air. Would you pray? Okay, thank you. Our phone number is 877- 5340780 I'm pleading today that you would pray for America. You hear my heart. I've been fasting and praying for America. I'm asking you to fast and pray with me for America. I want to read for you a text that I received it's a most astonishing text oh i've got to go somewhere else to find it um here we go this is a text hello are you there hello Are you there? Please pray. Are we having a technical problem, Jamal? (coughs) Oh, I hear you clearing your throat. Do you hear me? Hello? Well Jamal, I'm gonna let you try to figure out what's happening. I would love to I would love to have a prayer. Lord, I know that you are the Almighty. And I just look to you now, Jesus. I want to read for you a a message that I received from one of our faithful listeners. Uh, Be patient and just, just listen. He opens his text to me by warriors. The Lord is calling for his soldiers to fast and pray. Minimum 21 days, maximum 40 days. It's prep time. Souls will be coming in. We need the power of the Holy Ghost, folks. It's time. The body of Christ is supposed to be doing the things Christ did and greater. I'm tired of seeing the devil ravaging our homes and our families and mission. It's time that we, in the power of the Holy Spirit, take up arms and get to work. The harvest is plentiful, but the labors are few. I'm challenging all of my fellow soldiers, male and female, to join me as we take back what the devil has stolen from us. I'm not going to lie. It will cost you something, and it will be a challenge, but the reward is amazing. Are you there, sister? Hello, please pray. Hello? Yes, you're on live. Would you About pray? Break, can
4: you hear me? I can. I can hardly hear you. It, it's Erlette calling from Maryland. So I just wanted to mention a couple prayers, okay?
0: Very quickly.
4: Okay. Well, I wanted to give a praise report, um, how Father God, for bringing Boris Johnson out of you know, the coronavirus and giving thanks to his nurses that stayed with him all night and to the medical staff in his country. Very humble message. Thank you, God. And um, I want to lift up the hospital workers, the nurses, doctors, and health techs, assistants for strength and courage and uh, just physical endurance because it's such long hours. And they're having to live alone and be, you know, quarantined themselves. So the verse that I have for that is, Behold, I will I will bring it health and cure, and I will cure them, and I will reveal unto them abundance of peace and truth. And that's given in Jeremiah 33, 6. Yes. And then I just wanted to mention, if I could, that I hope the churches, I've asked my church, I'm going to ask them, Another time that they could maybe do drive-through, you know, church services and have a, a mic because the members, the believers, need to be together, encourage each other because it's been weeks now, five-plus weeks, and uh, we need to be praising together, and we can distance by 10 feet or more. And then uh, lastly, I want to pray for Chris Kumo, Father God, the newsman. And, uh, Friends of mine from the Salvation Army daughter, Amanda, and her two young children have the COVID virus. And, uh, you know, they're going to get a drug, and I hope it works. Thank you, God, for listening. In Christ's name.
0: Thank you, Arlette. Well, we have five minutes left in today's broadcast. We still have time for one more quick prayer. Would you like to call and pray? 877-534-0780. 8775340780 Almighty God somehow the casualness has to be broken somehow our resting in what we think we know from the scriptures has to be broken and you're going to have to lead us lord into a new place of understanding a new place of conviction. A new place, Jesus, where we will not be casual before you, but will be earnest and cry out to you for our nation. But Lord, if we're not there in our own personal life, how can we cry out for the nation? Oh Lord, I'm asking today for our daily bread, the broken body of Jesus and the spilled blood, Lord, that's what we're to feast on. Not on our human wisdom, not on our church circle. But, oh God, would you come and be our daily bread and our drink? And would you forgive us for our casualness before you and for our lack of conviction and for our arrogant thinking that we know what the gospel is when the power is not here? Lord, I know until the power of Pentecost comes upon your people and empowers us to testify and witness and save the lost, we're still missing something. Lord, I know I'm still missing things. I know I'm still lacking in understanding because I don't have that power yet. But I know you've promised me you're going to send it. So, Lord do whatever you have to do in correcting my understanding of the scriptures and do whatever you have to do to correct my heart that you could come in power because I know the, the cry of your heart is to save the lost and the dying. Almighty God, I pray for your church today, for your church has followed the way of the world. We have not followed the way of the apostles. We've become lukewarm and casual and laid back with little tidbits of information. Lord, I know you have to change this in our hearts. I pray, O Lord, today that you would deliver us that you would save your church. For today, the church is walking like the world. Lord, I plead with you, save your church. In the name of Jesus, I pray, amen. I come to you day by day. And I come again today saying, the offerings have dropped almost to nothing. This week, two hundred and fifty dollars was given, and I thank you, Leslie, for your wonderful gift. It encouraged my heart so much and a dear brother, you no, know, he sent a hundred, so it's been fifty on the internet and three hundred total toward the bill for the end of the month. We're a long way from where we need to be. I know this is a time of crisis, but will you trust the Lord, and will you obey Him, and will you give as He directs? I know some of you are still working full-time, and you can give. Please go to the internet, nationalprayerchapel.com, and give hilariously for the work of the gospel. You can also write to me at the National Prayer Chapel, Post Office Box 2346, Woodbridge, Virginia, two. One nine five. My brother, my sister, I love you. I'm praying. I'm fasting for you and for the church. God bless you. You've listened to Pilgrim's Progress. I'll talk to you soon.